Hi, I'm Stefan Eady, Assistant Head of School for Academic Affairs at Darlington, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Director of Upper School Chad Woods, Assistant Director of Pre-K-8 Angela Peroni, and Upper School Learning Specialist and now Registrar Justin Bruce. Together, we're going to be chatting about how students and families can set themselves up for success as we kick off the new school year. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Uh, so Justin, maybe start with you. When, you think of, when I think about the Learning Center, I think about uh, how so much of your work is about trying to help students be successful, and uh, I know we're coming off a great relaxing uh, summer, so I'm wondering what's on your mind as you're meeting with your, uh, your students here at the beginning of school? Yeah, so, well, as I was thinking about this topic for the podcast, uh, I came up with three kind of areas that I wanted to, to touch on. One of them has to, um, to do with, a, with the students specifically, one of them has to do with parents, and one of them has to do well, as uh, as the family unit, I guess you'd say. So for getting prepared to coming back to be successful at school for students, I think one of the best things that, that we could be thinking about and doing, and I'm, and I'm trying my best to start this process at my own home, is to get our students uh, on a good sleep schedule. Uh, the past couple of months have been uh, whatever goes as far as my house, as far as uh, you know, staying up late, playing outside, but that's fixing to be a completely different story in regards to needing to have enough sleep at night to be ready for the next day. So I think getting in bed at an appropriate time is a huge part for our students. As a parent, I know this time of the year, uh, you can always start kicking yourself that you didn't do enough academically in the summer. Um, you didn't get all the math problems you wanted to work on. You didn't do enough writing. You didn't read enough books. And I think it's easy to kick yourself as a parent. Um, but I would just encourage our parents to know that our students' brains are so spongy uh, and so resilient that they're, they're going to soak up the information they need. To not be too hard on yourself thinking you didn't do enough this summer. And for our families in general, I think something that gets passed over a lot, especially um, at the very first of the school year, is how much nutrition plays into how our brains respond to the task that's fixing to happen when school gets started back up. Um, you know, the summer has been a very laid back, you know, eat a lot more snacks. I know my girls have eaten a lot more junk and candy at the pool. Um, uh, but when we think about what our brains are going to be needing to do uh, when school starts back, they're going to be needing, they're going to need to be engaged for, a, for a, a much longer period of time than maybe they have been this summer. So one of the biggest things uh, that, that you'll find the research says about that is to stay hydrated, drink lots of water. Uh, and the other thing is to, if you can talk your kids into it, eat lots of leafy green vegetables, fish, fatty meats, and nuts like walnuts and cashews. Uh, and this is just so that our brains have the nutrients to uh, kind of withstand the long engagement that they're going to be getting used to at the first of the year. I mean, there's so much to unpack there, Justin. You just laid it out thick. That was great. <laughs> but, you know, I think about my own summer. You know, summer, it, the seasons of school are nice. And summer is one of those seasons where, you know, you take a moment to, to, um, to reflect and to uh, slow down a bit. Um, and I, I think I hear what you're saying is that 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 was okay. Like that's what that's part of what summer's for is to, to balance that out and recover a little bit. Because yep. um, school school takes work. Um, 
So, you know, as we're getting into the routines of school, uh, it's not just routine, it's, it's work. It's getting up early, it's working all day, it's maybe practicing sports, and mm -hmm. that comes with some new demands. Um, and I love the nutrition piece of that, because I'm assuming those two are related. For sure, you know, I, I, I say all the time that I just feel better when I'm feeding my body better. Um, and I, I, I love, listen, I love the occasional honey bun and pizza, I really do, but it is, you know, when I'm putting the right nutrition into my body, I just perform better. Uh, and so uh, it's just something for us to think about as we get our students ready to engage in the school year. Yeah, yeah, I know for myself that a, a routine um, is nice to take a break from as well, but I'm actually a lot more productive and look forward to being a little more in the routine in the fall. Uh, so you, you talked about um, uh, balancing that out at home, like setting up a routine that sort of keeps that, that, that feel, that, that sort of energy going at, at school and at home, because that consistency is important for students. Right? For sure. Yeah. Now, if we think about, uh, I know you, you work uh, with all students, mostly older students, so I think, Angela, about your role as some of our younger students in a wide range of, of ages. So I'm thinking about pre-K to eight, uh, which is a lot of grade levels, a lot of ages. Uh, what, what, what are some of the things that you may be uh, talking to parents about these days in terms of what you can help them with the transition back to school year? Absolutely. Well, first, I want to piggyback on what Justin said about water and hydration. Um, that is so important and we encourage all of our students to bring a water bottle. Um, we fill up those water bottles and um, really want to make sure that the, the students are hydrated. But I think as we, we get into these first couple weeks of school, as we look at um, routines and how important predictability is for students, um, they do so much better when they know who's picking them up, what time they're getting up, um, what time their bedtime is. They um, really benefit from setting up home routines, and that includes where you put your backpack every day. Um, that also helps to find it the next morning, um, but also knowing you know, the charging station for the um, devices, if they have devices that come home, what time they um, need to be on the charging station, and that way you can find them easily the next morning as you're packing up that backpack and heading to school. Um, you know, we as we brush our teeth in the evening, we make sure that our sport um, shoes or our equipment is next to the backpack by the back door. Um, and I think all of that helps to prepare the mind for the next day and, and provides that predictability. So that's always really beneficial for our students. And it certainly helps the next morning as everyone's getting ready and rushing out to school. Um, so I, some of our parents, you know, during the summer spend a lot of time with students and their own students and their own kids. Um, and um, so, you know, what, what, what do you say to parents as they think about re receiving their students back at the end of the day. They've been, you know, the students have been busy, occupied uh, by us, challenged. Um, maybe they're exercising. Um, you know, they, they, especially beginning of school is tough, right? So absolutely. what are some things that parents maybe need to be thinking about <laughs> as, their, as their little students are coming home at the end of the day? You know, I think any of us know that when we come home from a busy day, especially after we've had a couple of months that a little more relaxed 
we're tired. Um, and most of us aren't in great moods when we're tired. Um, and sometimes it's hard to um, face that child with a big smile and they're grumpy or they maybe one thing didn't go just the way they wanted it to go. So um, to be positive with your child, to, you know, get them to focus on what was something great about the day. Um, I think that's really important to help remember that um, the first couple weeks in particular takes some time to adjust and um, that mindset as a parent of saying, you know, hey, what's something wonderful that happened today? Or, or who, uh, my, one of my favorite questions, especially at the beginning of the school year is, who'd you meet today? Um, what did you learn about someone today? Um, they may be in a class with someone they've not been in classes with before, or there's a new student. And um, if we're encouraging them to reach out to those new students and have conversations, um, it's a win-win for everyone involved. It's a win for our own children. Um, and it's a win for the new children and the new teachers and develops that connectedness and relationships. It encourages them the next morning to go back and say, I can't wait to learn more about this person or this new situation. Yeah, I think sometimes we forget that even for a returning student, it can be challenging that first week. It's still a lot of new things. There's Absolutely. New grade level, especially if you're moving into a new new location or part of the school, new division. Um, but yes, we, we have new teachers, we have lots of new students, um, and then we have new challenges that our teachers give them at every grade level. Absolutely. If we're not challenging them, we're not helping them grow. Um, and so what an amazing opportunity we have at the school for lots of new challenges every 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 grade level. Yeah, so Chad, if you're thinking about, uh, again, back to the older students a little bit, um, you know, you're that parent uh, getting ready to send them off to school at first, first week or two. I think this podcast will come out the first couple of weeks of school. Um, you know, what, what's some of your advice to them? I, th I think Angela and Justin said it perfectly, the establishing a routine. Um, some type of routine. We're going to be working on that in our dorms um, with our with our dorm students. You know, they go to practice after after school. They'll come back, um, eat dinner. They have study hall from seven thirty to nine thirty, um, and then some downtime before um, it's lights out and time to go to bed. And I would just encourage our day students, um, our day families, to do the same, um, making sure they have some type of routine. You know, going to practice, coming back, you know, have dinner as a family, um, give them that study time, and then making them go to bed and and not playing video games or or playing on their phone or talking to their friends until early early morning. Um, and I, I think a part of that routine is helping them. You know, Justin mentioned the the summer and getting out of these some of these habits. Um, you know, helping them look at the coursework page. You know, what what do you what do you have to do tonight? What's what's due the next day, or what's due a week from now that you need to go ahead and start working on? Yeah, uh, you know, we, we we talk a lot about it takes a it takes a village. Maybe is one way to think about it. Um, you know, the teachers definitely don't think of themselves working in a vacuum here. Um, certainly, working with parents. Um, you know, parents we always appreciate how much they trust us to take. Care of their students, as Angela was saying. Um, I think I think as a school, we try to provide um, quite a bit of information uh, to, to help with that. You know, how, what does a parent need to know uh, from day to day to, to know what's going on? Uh, so I know we have a, a a couple different ways that we do that. I know every morning, uh, parents should be able to wake up and see an email that tells them 
everything they should expect that day from uh, from the simple things like the calendar, the, the food that's going to be served, uh, which is actually kind of a big deal uh, to be thinking about that. Maybe even having a conversation with a student where maybe their favorite food is going to be served every day and you know how, how, do they, how do they work through that and how do they make some good choices and options that are available. Uh, but also to um, things like announcements, uh, what's coming up. Um, you know, we're, we're an exciting, busy school. There's a lot to keep up with. So that's probably important to check out every morning. Uh, and then in the afternoon, uh, when you're talking about things like coursework and, uh, you know, academic related things related to a course that's changed, grades and comments and et cetera like that, that comes out in the afternoon. So I know those are two, two relatively easy ways to, to kind of stay on top of things, even if you just check those two emails. I think it goes back to predictability. Um, if you are able to have that conversation in the car on the way to school that says, okay, I, you know, I read the announcement page today and this is going to happen, or um, the conversation about the meal, you know, this is what they're planning to have for lunch today. Um, you might, you know, th this is an option, or maybe you want to do a sandwich today, or, you know, what are, what are some of your choices? Just think the more that we engage our kids in knowing routines and being able to think ahead, um, it's a lifelong skill for all of us. Maybe a real quick last question for everybody. We can go around the room. And uh, that is, you know, we spend several weeks before school starts where students ever show up uh, with, with faculty working to get ready uh, for that first day of school, those first few weeks of school. Uh, and I wonder uh, if you can just think for here for a moment, um, you know, what, what is it that our faculty uh, would want our parents and students to be thinking about, you know, if they if they were if we would gather them all around the microphone. I, I know one thing that I hear a lot is, and you're talking about about grades, is uh, don't panic. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna get some some grade updates, or there's gonna be some information coming through. There's gonna be a, you know there's gonna be a homework assignment. It looks challenging at the beginning of the year, especially, but but don't panic. <laughs> you know, a semester is a long time. You know, it's it's uh, it's, it's several months. Uh, so so be patient. And, and if there is a real concern, uh, reach out to the teacher uh, with any questions, and that email makes it an easy way to do that. Um, Justin, what about you? What are some things you, that you know faculty are thinking about, want to make sure that uh, students are successful and maybe parents could be helping with? Well, I think about, um, you know, when, when I'm talking to new parents and even returning parents, that the, the thing that I try to remind them is that at any given moment throughout the day, there are at least four sets of eyes looking at your child. Uh, that could be their teacher, their advisor, their uh, their head of house if they're uh, if they're a dorm if they're a dorm student, a coach if they're an athlete. So it's it's very very hard for students to just simply slip through the cracks unnoticed. Now, I know as a parent, you know sometimes you you deal with the worry of, oh no, I've got this you know late assignment that just showed up on my student's coursework page. How did that happen? Well, it. Every, there are at least four or five people that are also aware of that and are getting ready if they have not already had a conversation with their child about that. So I would say to take a deep breath and know that um, whatever you're worried about is probably already been addressed uh, or, or it's, uh, the plan is in place to address it. That's a comforting thought. Angela, what about you? Um, you know, I had some wonderful conversations this morning with teachers that we really focused on the fact that um, each child that we get at the school is a tremendous gift and we are all on the same team to help develop that child, whether it's the parent, um, whether it's the advisor, 
whether it's a coach, as Justin mentioned, um, or a teacher, we are all absolutely on the same team trying to help develop the child to be the best person that they can be, the best version of themselves. And, and what a tremendous gift we have been given. Yeah, that's great. Chad, what about you? That's a hard follow. <laughs> um, the, I, I think the, the fact, first, we have great faculty. Um, at Darlington, you know, pre-K through 12, and it's, um, you know, I think the the teachers would want them to know to to contact them, what they're seeing at home. Um, you know, the, I think the the teachers are here for academics, definitely, but also what makes a, a teacher great here at Darlington is they're also preparing them for um, life in general. You know, being a being a great member of the community. And so, you know, we're, we're not here to, to play gotcha. Um, you know, we're, we're here to help your student along. So, you know, don't, don't be afraid to send that email, make that phone call to the teacher and, and let them know what you're seeing at home. Yeah, I, I can vouch that the, every faculty member um, has uh, had one agreement, if nothing else, and that is uh, that we are focused on student experience and outcomes. We've probably talked about it so much that we're tired of talking about it, but the student experience really is important, um, and that every student has great outcomes is important, and that's a partnership. And it, it includes the teacher, it includes the student, and it includes the parent, all, all three, um, and actually usually uh, quite a few other people, right? Um, so uh, that, that is important. That doesn't mean that every little moment is going to be uh, fun or exciting. It doesn't mean the teacher is going to be always entertaining. Uh, sometimes it's going to be hard. It's going to be a challenge. Uh, but, but certainly we're looking for a, a great positive experience uh, nonetheless. And, and so, uh, yeah, for sure. If anything sort of feels off, reach out to somebody you're comfortable with. Um, and uh, I'd say together as a, as a team, that's the big part but we're, we're looking to make this a great experience for students um, and excited to see how each student changes from from year to year because it's, it's a pretty impressive uh, process and as Angela says it's a great gift to be able to be a part of that uh, we, we joke too we, we don't get to see the final product um, probably a lot of parents will think that too especially those who have older older kids and even kids that have grown up and had kids of their own everybody continues growing uh, so we, we love being a part of that while we can here uh, grades pre-K through 12 uh, and beyond uh, with our alumni. Uh, any final thoughts from anybody? Fantastic. Well, it's, it's been great having you all here. I want to thank you, Justin and Angela and Chad, uh, for being with us today. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, uh, as always, working with you individually. And I can speak on behalf of the faculty, working, uh, working with them and all our parents and students to have a really great year. And we're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org slash podcast. And if you have any questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast.